Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 we are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys, it's your boy Uche, I got my boy QDZ for Sheezy, it's way too easy. A.K.A. the Widow's Peak Bandit, A.K.A. Daddy Long Legs, A.K.A. Uh, Mr. Steal Your Spaghetti. What's going on, guys? Hey, back in bars, the mother right? freaking house, bars. man. Somewhat bars. Bars. You, hey, you're not going. You, you're not getting uh, nominated for a Grammy though. Uh, with them bars. Actually, yes, I can. If, if Jack Harlow's nominated, then I can. Facts. Okay, all right. I, I like what you, you like did that? there. You Throw like him that? under the bus. I'm him. Throw him. I'm him. Timothy <laughs> Carter. I'm Timmy Carter. <laughs> I'm Carter. him. Listen, this is episode 134? 134. 134. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> Losing track, man. Losing track. Anyway, um... As you guys can see, uh, maybe not here, we have a new setup, man. We hope you guys appreciate the couch. This is plush. You know, this is what you call straight out of uh, Ikea. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the uh, Which, if I'm not mistaken, Ikea is a Swedish company, is it not? It is. It is. Ikea. You, you but I was blown away when I heard that, by the way. Yeah. It was surprising. Do you think Ikea is the name of a black person? Look, I don't know, man. Look, <laughs> I don't want to get too down this rabbit hole. We have a special guest. Uh... I'm going to call him a friend of the show, you know, even though it's his first time on the show. We kind of been rocking together for a little bit, talking to each other behind the scenes. Uh, he is a editor for uh, uh, WTF Media Studios down there in um, New York City. Uh, he's worked with us a little bit, done some clips. Uh, really good dude, man. Uh, he also has a show, man. I'm going to let him do his own intro, but his name is Sick Salim. Say what's up, bro. Yes, sir. What's up? What's up, man? I don't got I don't got crazy like AKAs and all that stuff. I didn't I prep one. Fucking I didn't know I was doing all that shit. But okay, something simple. Hey, hey, but that comes with time though. Eventually, you know. Okay, fair enough. You know. Yeah, I might be the only one with AKAs. this guy has like fifteen monikers that he's all created for himself. Nobody calls him any of these other names. Self proclaimed. Hey, hey. <laughs> like I thought I thought when you have monikers, people were supposed to call you. Nah, these that's no? not. <laughs> I think you earn them, bro. You, monikers are like respect. You have you to earn, earn them. You, got, you, you can't earn give yourself one and then uh, nobody. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's mad. Am I tripping? Hey, I got, you can't give yourself gotta, monikers, bro. I gotta, hey, I thank gotta, you, I gotta, man. I gotta, I gotta. I gotta I, you gotta give yourself a pat on the back sometimes. <laughs> I feel you, man. Look, man. Um. I like how What's this. Thanks for having me, guys. This is fucking. I'm. I'm excited. This is gonna be good. Of course, of course, man. Um, long time coming too. I've been. I've been wanting to get you on the show. Just didn't know how and when. But I'm glad we can make this yeah, happen. I appreciate bro. that, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. So let's uh let's kick the show off a little bit. Uh, you know, with, with some announcements first and foremost. Church announcements. Uh, somewhat, somewhat, or or mosque, depending on your religion. You know, True. just just saying. Uh, or, syn- you. or synagogue. <laughs> or synagogue announcement. <laughs> See? You got to be inclusive. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't know the last time I've been in a mosque either, bro. I've probably been in a church more often than a mosque. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. But um, uh, as always, uh, we have a playlist called Zero Skips. You know, it's, uh, it's really going up right now. It features a lot of up-and-coming talent. So if you are an artist out there who's looking to get on a playlist and, uh, and really, you know, get our taste and, and our push that we have on the show and, 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, hit us in the DM. Send us an email. Do whatever you got to do to really get in contact with us because, uh, you know, if you're not on the playlist, I don't know what to tell you guys. I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know anymore, man. I, I I only respect the people on the playlist. Is that bad? I only respect <laughs> the people on the playlist. I'm kidding. I'm yes, kidding. that is bad. It is bad. I know. I'm I'm joking, joking, joking. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, you guys get over there. Uh, link in the description, uh, for the playlist, and also follow us on social media. That'll be in the description as well. Uh, salute to the ill-advised wise gang for rocking with us, strong man. We really appreciate you, man. Mm. Yeah. Yes, sir. I I I second that. Um, as usual, check out ratingsgamemusic.com. The best music review site on the planet has mm. been confirmed by Elon Musk. Mm. Um, we got album reviews from Roddy Rich. He came back. He's it's the old Roddy Rich. This is like Roddy Rich from the trenches, getting it out the mud. Roddy Rich, War Baby, Roddy Rich, Feed, Feed the Streets Three, which was a pretty dope album. Rod Wave dropped an EP. Uh, called Jupiter's Seven Day Theory. Um, unfortunately, it has eight songs. That, that um, that's a pet peeve of mine. If you're gonna call it Seven Day Theory, you gotta have seven songs, brother. But check that out. And Brock Hampton dropped an album. Yes, yeah, that's my Brock shit. Hampton. Yo, you heard that joint, The wait, Family? Wait, wait, wait. I wait. heard it yeah. multiple yeah. times. Wait, I hold, was on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, to there's interrupt. another one that came out, eh? Yeah, there's another one that came out too called TM. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt. I, 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 I'm sorry to hey, interrupt. Go, go, go. Man. Remember how I've been saying for two years this. now that like just said this I've today. never met a Brockhampton fan <laughs> in real life. No, I got their hoodie. I paid three hundred dollars for their fucking hoodie, and the it shrunk in the uh, wash. And I got another one. What? Wow. <laughs> oh, so you were like Brockhampton, Hampton? That's crazy. I'm a fan, fan, bro. And uh, I actually got their vinyls too. I'm not taking out of the packaging because I'm like, wow. oh, it's, it's my shit. Okay, so how many people are in the group? Twenty five. Like thirteen. Thirteen. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> See, a super fan don't even know for sure. He I said know, like. Yeah. No, he said like. He's not sure. I can name them. You can name all 13? Pretty sure, yeah. All right, so, all right. Make it quick. Make it quick. Uh, the performing artists. Kevin Abstract. We have Kevin Abstract. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Matt Champion. Joba. Uh, Bareface. Yeah. Merlin. Uh, what's his name? Fucking Amir. Well, Amir is an older ex-member. Mm -hmm. And then you have uh, Dom McLennan. And then uh, you have the producers who are Jabari. Um, oh, Ramil, next level, and then you have uh, Robert Antonio, which is like their producer, and uh, HK is like the graphic guy. Ashlyn's their uh, videographer, dude. Damn, Yikes. nice. This is this is unbelievable, bro. I'm telling you, I'm a fan. Salute, fan of Brock salute to you, man. Shit. Salute <laughs> so, to you, brother. So, 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 how do you feel about that? That that the family album, man. Like that was sad. That was depressing. Like, yeah. oh, also I forgot to mention Kiko is one of the uh, producers. Mm. Kiko. Um, but yeah, man. That when I when I heard the album, dude, I was like. Man, this guy is going in on him. I was expecting, obviously, to be like, you know, everyone to come together on that on the track. But mm -hmm. when Kevin's sitting there throwing shots at everyone, like, you know, so this person's like that, that person's like that. He didn't do a shout out. I wanted them. He's like, Kevin, uh, each person. But like, at the man, end, yeah. I was like, mm, what the fuck happened? Dog. Wow. Like, and, and I thought it was bizarre that he was the only one on the album. That's the thing. Which yeah. Is and I, I remember because the two singles they released, um, it was just Kevin. And uh, the the video for the ending at the end of the video, they have all the other members chilling in the bar and shit. I don't know if you've seen the video, but um, 
when I saw the track list time, it was like one minute, two minutes, like yeah. very short yeah. songs. And then they're all just Kevin. So I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Mm. So yeah. I, I was concerned, but at the same time, when I heard the last song, I was like, they still fuck, like, this is this is really how they're ending. Yeah. Wow. After what, five, Listen, six years, something like that. They but, seem cool. I like, never thought this would happen on our show. We just got a legit Brockhampton album review. But it's a... It's a That's crazy. <laughs> but, but, but in all seriousness, though, it's like, it's a lesson. Like you... It's 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 pretty much about like fame, okay, and like having fame get to your head and the okay. relationships mess up, and then like that's essentially what he's talking about. So it was like that's why I thought the album was so fascinating. Got it? Because I was like, yeah. yo, wow. Okay. There's a lot of topics he touched on too about the fame and how he kind of drifted apart. There's yeah. sometimes he took the blame, saying it was my fault because mm-hmm. I got so involved in my relationships mm-hmm. with the people that I, you know, fucked like fucked up the relationship I had with the boys and mm-hmm. shit like that. Right. Um, I didn't get through uh, TM fully, so I'm still listening to that one. But there's all the other artists uh, performers are on that one though. Yeah. I've heard like the opening song you hear Dom and Matt right up like right off the bat. Mm. Is Kevin on on the uh, TM? I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it either. He was on the first track. Um, oh, I'm sure okay. he's gonna be on the other tracks too. As okay. Well. Okay. All right, well, look, uh, I'm going to check it out you, at you some point. I'm going to check it out. Uh, that I, might be the only Brockhampton. You know, the only Brockhampton song I've ever saved, and this, this is the last thing I'll say, because I think we need to get into the topics. Okay. This, I, I'm going to say something. This wasn't really part of I'm it. Gonna but, some, hey. I'm going to say something real quick, yeah. too, after you. There's a song that they have with ASAP Rocky that I absolutely Bankroll. love. Bankroll. It yeah. it's couple, came out a couple years ago. Rocky and Fur, It'll right? be okay, no matter what they say about us. It'll be okay, oh, uh, no matter what they say about us. Count on me. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's yo. I play that song. I've been playing that song for years. Like I love yeah. that song. Yeah, yeah. That's the only Brockhampton song I know. Yeah. So if they make songs like that, I'm I, I've been missing out. Well, to, the one out. thing you might appreciate about Brockhampton, if especially if you're like a hip hop guy, is that they like to keep the authentic rawness in their music. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they're not quantizing their vocals. They're not mm-hmm. like um mm-hmm. mixing their beats to sound so like Polished. pure and perfected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the grittiness. Would, right. And you would think a thirteen point part people group would do do some polishing, right? But I, what I will say about what's sick, the point that he made where there's <clears throat> like one minute tracks, two minute tracks. Mm. I have a sneaky suspicion because he, Kevin said it on one of the songs, I did this to get out of my deal. Okay. So I have a sneaky suspicion that he was just like, I'm going to just put out nonsense. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I got that They needed 35 minutes. The album's 35, 35 minutes 35 minutes. And it's like Look at that. 15 tracks or something like that. So Look at yeah. that, man. Check it out. Look, man. All right, cool, man. Um, what what are we talking about on this show outside of Brockhampton? Oh man, we got some, <laughs> we, we got some, we got some amazing well, I can topics. Know, I can do a Rock, whole about we're talking about Hampton. We're talking about Hampton Roads. Hey, no, Hampton uh, Roads. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about Twenty One Savage recently. Yeah. Uh, said that Nas was not relevant. Uh, we we, we yeah. definitely got to dive into that topic we got some other topics talking about grammy nominations yes yes and then we also talking about drake did he go below the belt a little too much on that album with 21 savage that guy drake man oh man he like always, he always seems to do it the the, the canadians man the, the canadians the, the, what's wrong with you guys i don't know man you guys are just 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 something else but let's start right, with right, back, back, back. <laughs> yeah no let's let's start with let's... <laughs> What, what we what we start? You want to start with twenty one? We got to start with twenty one. Let's start with twenty one, man. Um, you know, I gotta say this, man, because you know, twenty one Savage has been one of my favorite like rappers of this like new generation for the last couple of years. I'm not just saying that either. Like, I know was, I know he's gotten a lot of new fans, you know, more recently. But 
Oh, man. You know, I thought he did a good job on Her Laws, man. Let's just talk about that album for now. The one he did mm-hmm. with Drake. I thought he, he, he was solid. You know, I've heard him better in his own pocket, you know, but I thought he did a good job, you know. Mm-hmm. But more recently, this guy has been uh, what I call, you know, he's becoming more of a personality, you know. Mm-hmm. Like these guys, these rappers, and I think that's the evolution of these artists too, right? Like it's the social media aspect, them showing you their life is one thing. But then now we're hearing opinions mm-hmm. of these artists while they're still active, which mm-hmm. I actually kind of love. Like I don't think this has ever happened before. You know, very similar to what's happening in sports. Like you see Patrick Beverly, who's an active player, like actually giving commentary on his peers, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird, but I like it at the same time. You know, you see... Mm-hmm. Uh, McCullum, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, doing the same CJ thing. There's a bunch of dudes that mm-hmm. are doing this, but Richard to, Sherman when he was playing. Richard Sherman when he was playing, and, but but 21 Savage, man. Uh, he recently was, I guess, caught lacking. I'll call it that, because I feel like he was a little careless with his rhetoric. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I feel like him saying that Nas is not relevant sounds a bit strange. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sounds a bit strange, and and and. Sick. I don't know if you heard what he actually said verbatim. Did you did you no, check it I haven't out? Been, I haven't had a chance to hear it. I do know that when he said it, I think it was just kind of blown in the media out of context, obviously, because I know he came and uh, he had another tweet that said something about, like, um, obviously, I respect the uh, the OGs or something like that. And he's like, I, I didn't mean it in that sense or something. It was taken out of context. Mm-hmm. Which, to be honest with you, I I mean, you you got it just about right. I mean, that's that's essentially what happened, right? He said Nas is not relevant. He said he feels like Nas has more of a loyal fan base, which yes. yeah, yes, I don't really understand that per, per se. But then he kind of felt the heat that he was getting and simply said that I y'all are taking things out of proportion or out of which I think is a very lazy way to like try to get blame off your back. Yeah, like you can't just say that when you made a clear statement. Yeah, that said one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I don't think people are taking anything out of proportion. Like. Well, what was he the said context what he said. He said the original comment? And was it an interview? Or was he just kind of like tweeting something out? No, like so he was on Clubhouse mm-hmm. and um, might have been Twitter Spaces actually. So they no, were, it was Clubhouse. No, it was, it was Twitter Spaces. No, I'm pretty sure it was Clubhouse. Okay, well, they, they were talking about Nas's <laughs> album, right, and his impact and whatnot. And so he yeah. pretty much just simply said, "Yo, like, I like y'all are talking about the fact that Nas is relevant." He's like, "I don't agree with that. Don't think mm-hmm. he's relevant." And I'm glad he didn't say irrelevant because that actually. Sounds more that would have been, I think, a little. Sh- yeah, 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 that would have yeah. different. Even though irrelevance kind of like relevancy, relevant. though. I, I don't think relevancy has to do with the fact that you're in the media twenty four seven or that you're in the public eye twenty four seven. Like, relevancy is still like if you can drop something, you know, and people still want to listen to it, or people still kind of even if you're not dropping new music, if people are still coming to your music to listen to it, that to me is relevancy. Like, can I still bump King's Disease? Can I still bump Illmatic? You know what I'm saying? Like, can I still listen to those and their timeless music? That to me is the relevancy. So for him to say that he's uh, he's not relevant, I don't think it's a correct statement. But I also don't think it's like an uh, attack on Nas's person. You get what I'm saying? Right. You know what? What I what I noticed was that like to me, I just felt like he used the wrong word because yeah, I, the way he used it almost implied that like Nas is not viral. Like because to me, I think like the younger generation sees relevancy as who is dominating the 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 news yeah. and content 100%. space right now, like yeah. consistently. Right, hundred percent. And yeah, of course, Nas. From that standpoint, if we're doing it, we're using a vacuum in that manner. Nas is not relevant, right? But that's not how you judge relevancy, in my in my opinion, right? It's so much more than just 
the virality of your content or whatever you're doing? Like, what about the longevity? What about your impact when you drop? Like, to me, dude, Nas has dropped his fourth album. This is the number four album in the last two years, and every single time it hit, everyone's like, yo, this guy Nas is killing the game. Mm -hmm. And if you want to throw in uh, uh, like awards, which I don't really like doing, mm -hmm. what's more relevant than being nominated for a Grammy? Mm. <laughs> like, he got nominated for a Grammy for, I believe, either King's Disease oh. or King's Disease 2 for, for Rap Album of the Year. He didn't win, but I'm saying <laughs> he was nominated. So, like, yeah. does that not add to your relevancy? Well, no. No, no. I, I mean, I don't think the the nominations because we I feel like the, all these award shows are rigged in certain types of ways. So I don't think the nomination of the win could add to the relevancy. I just think it had like yes, the fan base comment I think still stands true. Like for Nas to be in the game this long and still have his fans for, like ride with him, it's it's definitely true. You need the core fan base, but at the same time, I think the relevancy and the fan base. I think like you said, he used the wrong word in relevant. Um, I just think the fan base is also a big factor that plays into that. Mm -hmm. Um. But no, I, I don't think that ha has to do with the, the nomination stuff. It's how many people are still coming back and listening to your to your projects and your albums. And like you said, the last two years he's dropped four albums and he's still like up there. Everyone's like, Nas is dope, Nas is dope. Like he hasn't lost it. He hasn't fallen off. He hasn't lost it. Yeah. I mean, just for fun, I'm going to, you know, go on 21 Savage's side in one second. But the, the interesting thing is to, to me, People for people assume that relevancy is just a age group. Like, isn't Nas relevant to thirty year olds? <laughs> like, isn't Nas relevant to forty year olds? Isn't he relevant to fifty year olds? Isn't he relevant to some twenty year olds? Like, why is it? I guarantee you, thirty year olds love Nas way more than they love Twenty One Savage. Of course they do. Isn't that an age group? Doesn't that aren't you? Doesn't that mean you're relevant? It's just not. You may not be relevant to 16, 17 year olds, they, that's twenty what it year is. olds. That's what it like, is. So that's the thing that's so funny about hip hop. It's like hip hop is so focused on a particular age group. They just ignore all the other age groups. And another thing about you know you know thirty year olds. Um, I think that you know thirty year olds are not as loud about it. You know, in yeah. my opinion. Like twenty one year olds and stuff like that will go on Twitter or on mm -hmm. IG and 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 fall in love with you know the artists and talk about it. Thirty year olds are like low key just streaming the stuff, you know, low key just enjoying it and low key keeping Nas alive. Right, like Nas is still able to link up with people and do all this stuff. So, you know, that's the interesting thing. But at the same time, I kind of a. I wouldn't say I agree with 21 Savage, but I don't think he's wrong if he meant it from a standpoint of... Yeah, because obviously 21's you know demographic mean? is different than Nas' demographic. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he's mm -hmm. probably... like I, I don't know. I mean, 21 could just be so like clouded in his own little world about who his demo is mm -hmm. that he's not even thinking about what exactly. you just said, which is a great point because right, if you're going exactly. up with a certain artist... They hold a certain part, place in your heart. Like for me, mm -hmm. Eminem is always like my number one, right? Like mm -hmm. I have different top threes, but like Eminem is always holding number one spot. It's because I grew up with Eminem. Uh, I know how uh, his music has helped me through certain shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why Eminem to me, but I, can I admit that he's not, you know, what he used to be? Of course. But at the same time, I'm not listening to some of these newer artists and being like, oh, Eminem's not relevant no more. It's this guy now. It's his turn now. You know what I mean? So exactly. I think Sandy would know. It's like his, his fan base is there because they kind of grew up with him in a way. They came up with him. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, um, I mean, you guys make good points, especially the the point about like there being different age groups, you know. But you know, this kind of brings me back to like a combo we've been having, like at least on this show a lot, which is like, you know, the fact that hip hop is aging, right? Like we're 
there I don't think there's ever been a time in the career of hip hop that like you seeing somebody at the age of Nas still making an impact musically. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's never happened. So mm-hmm. I think because of that, that's why we're even having these conversations. Because if you want to talk about relevancy, if you go to any other genre like rock and roll, bro, they're these bands are making music at 60 years old and like the fans (laughs) still love them. The young fans and the old still respect Rolling Stones, the, all these groups, Pink Floyd, they love them. The age is not a factor at all. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm like, why is it that only in hip hop we're having this ageism type conversation? Like it's kind of odd. And I think, I really think we should get out of that as hip hop ages because there's going to be more of these younger artists that get older, like a 21 Savage. He's going to get old at one point. Yes. Yeah. And so at the point, and I don't know how old he is now. I'm assuming he's still late, maybe late 20s. He's like 28, 29, something like that. Fast forward 10 years. Let's say he gets to 38. Mm-hmm. It, it, by his definition, mm-hmm. he's not going to be relevant, no matter how good mu- well, good of a music he's putting out. Let's, let's, which I don't think is fair. Let's pivot. You know what I'm saying? Because I think we can all agree, right, that he didn't use the right word. I don't think relevant was and the funny thing about it is 21 savage when he speaks i actually find him very intelligent like i don't think he's like somebody that you know when he talks like he just be like ah that's just another you know rapper that i don't know what you're talking about mm. like he actually speaks with intelligence to me but um to a degree but a degree. um <laughs> we can all agree <laughs> that he said some things um, that we can, we, we can all agree yeah, that relevant cool. was not the word he wanted to use okay. but let's say does nas move the needle like right now i think that's what he really wanted to say i think Mm. when he's talking about moving hip-hop forward the next generation of hip-hop like Nas is still releasing albums will a Nas album move hip-hop forward does it move the needle and i think it's interesting because uh king's disease 3 which i thought was a really good album yeah i think it came out it sold like 28k or something like that Mm -hmm. first week sales which you know that kind of falls along the lines of like ski master slump god sales (laughs) like i mean so so, i mean but everybody's selling that like tory lane's album sold 20 something like it's not like that's not like indicative of the music it's true though but it's 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 along the lines of you know the Tory Lanes is of the world, the ski masks, the, the the babies at this point. Okay. So does even though Nas is dropping great music, is he still considered one of the top artists right now? Does that make sense? I don't think you can I, I think he's a Because he's still I, I, dropping music, right? I, I think he's transcended. I think Nas has transcended even this conversation to mm-hmm. me. Because like even Jay Z, right? The guy dropped a phenomenal verse this year. I don't. He not, he hadn't put out a song of his own. But like my point is, you can have moments mm-hmm. based on your career and what you've done, and everybody respects you for mm-hmm. to, for whatever you've done, mm-hmm. and just pop out and talk your shit. Like and everybody be like, yo, that's yo, that's why we love Nas, or that's why we love Jay Z. And then you go back to your high, like he doesn't have to be I agree. A, like part of the who we consider the top dudes. But, like but, he don't even got to be in that. But think about it like that. I mean, but we, but we have to, you know, this is the ill-advised wise guys. We got to be real with ourselves. Like at the end of the day, for instance, Denzel Curry, right? Mm-hmm. Denzel Curry, I think is a fantastic artist, fantastic Absolutely. rapper, puts out good albums. But did he really move the needle? Does his music move? The, would you call him a top artist in the game right now? Because 
think of or let me let me put it this way out of all the albums that dropped this year in terms of anticipation where would Nas's king disease rank for you because to me it would have been maybe 20th like i probably would have preferred to listen to a roddy rich before it yeah, 21 savage for sure for it i probably would have preferred to listen to a whole bunch of different people mm-hmm. before that Nas album you know so i think when it comes to that whole relevancy talk that might be where 21 Savage is coming from. He's not one of the guys you are looking forward to listening to in hip hop right now. I think it also depends on who you ask. Very that's that's true. That's another I mean, that's the key factor right there. I mean, that's that's the first thing you, we should be talking about. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I think it who's who who's ask. driving the narrative? Who, mm-hmm. who is it Shade Room? Is it is it these you well, know what I'm saying? Is the people I, who yeah. care about the younger acts? Like mm-hmm. who's who is the people curating this discussion? Well, let's let's say us, right? Okay. Us. Let's say you are the Stephen A. Smith of music, right? <laughs> let's say that you you know Stephen A. Smith always talking about, oh, I was a reviewer. Oh, I was a uh, I've been a, uh, I've been a, a journalist, journalist for twenty five years, and and he always talks. They had a, actually had a good conversation. <laughs> they had a good conversation the other day. They were like, you know, what would be the bigger story? Would it be Tom Brady winning a championship? Or Aaron Rodgers winning a championship this year. And they he actually said Aaron Rodgers. And they were like, even though Tom Brady went through a divorce, even though Tom Brady is 45, even though they were like, because Aaron Rodgers hasn't done it before. So you're more, in, or he's done it one time. Mm-hmm. Brady's won seven times. Mm-hmm. So the bigger story is the person who hasn't won as much. The underdog so what story. I'm, you know what I mean? So what I'm trying to say here is that, like, if you, had a music site, right? Mm-hmm. Which album do you think would get the most hits when you do a review for it? Well, Nas or 21 Savage's album? Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious. It'll be 21 Savage, okay. right? Because, yeah, I mean, for all the reasons that you just explained, but more importantly, I at the end of the day, like, when it comes to music, we care about emerging talent more than we care about you know, mm-hmm. when I say we, I mean like people. I feel generally care more about the story that isn't already written, right? Like you don't know where the trajectory of Twenty One Savage's career is ultimately going to land, right? Like mm-hmm. we think we have an idea, but he could elevate even more, or he could fall off completely. But seeing what the younger acts are bringing to the table mm-hmm. is far more exciting, in my opinion, than somebody who's been around for thirty years. Mm-hmm still putting out great music like it's just not as quote unquote interesting okay. you know for you to get people to click on so then technically that kind of makes them not relevant I don't <laughs> nah, nah. So, so, <laughs> I mean, I mean nah, but, I, 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 just, hey, yeah, I love but, Nas I love Nas yeah. I, I, but I just think it depends on what the, if so same thing like you know earlier we were talking about and I don't, I'm not going to get into it I'm not going to get into the details because it's not really part of the topic but we're talking about Kyrie right yeah and I was saying that I believe Kyrie messed up initially by not providing more context behind his explanation. Mm-hmm. So to me, I don't like to get caught up in words like, okay, he used the word relevant. Okay, cool. If he explained what he meant by relevant, mm-hmm. we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Like if he meant what you just said, mm-hmm. there's no debate. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't provide context. He I just mean, used the word that is very subjective. You and people and people went context. their ways with their opinion. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. I just think context is very important. 
Yeah, I, the, the the kind of going based off what you said too is like about him. Uh, you know, who are you listening for? Are you listening for Twenty One or are you listening for Nas? Which review is going to get more more uh, clicks? I think the reason you would go with the Twenty One because like it's the anticipation, like we just said, it's the anticipation mm-hmm. of you know the story. Everyone wants the anticipation. We don't want to see someone who's already established. We know what he's do- mm-hmm. done and we know what he's mm-hmm. doing. We just like you said, popping in, doing a verse, doing an album, then he's dipping, he's going to uh, hiding for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the Twenty One thing, it's like. Yeah, he's young. He's, you know, emerging act. But at the same time, it's like he's more relatable. Like if, if the hip hop fan base, I feel like the overall has become a lot younger over the last few years. Like it's just progressively getting younger. You see that with the talent themselves. Like in the 90s, bro, you had, you know, Jada Kiss. Like, sure, they they look like adult men, bro. Like, you know, you had the adult men running the game. Now yeah. you got children running the game. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like right. the, the, the demographic is going to follow suit, you know? So if you have people like a 21 versus a person like a Nas, it's going to people are going to gravitate towards 21 because they relate to him more. I can't relate to a, you know, 40, 50 something year old more than I can someone who's like three, four years older than me. You know? Yeah. Agreed. It's, literally, yeah. it's a relationship. It's a relationship. you got to be more compatible with people closer to your age. You have more to talk about. You have more to uh, relate to. So definitely for click wise, like if I'm a if I'm a news source, like a shade room or something, I'm definitely going for the 21 album first. And if I do want to get the Nas album, I'm going to throw some clickbait type shit in there, right? So who knows? It might not be even something that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I, you can kind of defend 21 Savage from that aspect. It sucks. It sucks, but it is what it is. Like, that's part of relevancy. But again, Re- that's, that's but, part but, of relevancy. But I don't know, but in to to sort of like cap off the discussion because like I want to get into like because this the next combo is a bit related when we talk about relevancy and mm-hmm. who's getting nominated all of this stuff kind of plays into each other but to me I just feel like without him providing a justification as to what specifically he meant I don't know if he meant what you just said maybe he did or maybe he was talking something else i know he came out later and said y'all are making shit up and mm-hmm. so it would probably lend us to believe what I, you're I, saying I but i just I, I don't know i, I don't know what dude meant i can't stand when people do that look can i can it's i keep cap, it it's I, bullshit I, I right stand. they say a comment you said something and then be and then like, y'all about, taking it out of context how <laughs> you said relevant you said he's not relevant like, there's nothing to there's nothing to like be confused about like it's, it's weird he just has a loyal fan base i'm like okay how how do you flip that into a positive way it was also funny they said you took it out of context and he didn't provide any context to take it out of <laughs> he, that was the point i made like yeah like, like yeah, what was it he didn't provide it so yeah. okay we should take it out of context yeah, you didn't do anything but anyway context it's crazy boom <laughs> make your own context i like that i like that that should be a podcast name like maybe provide your own content. No, not provide. Yeah, make your own po- or this. That should be the name of this episode. There you go. <laughs> provide your own context. I actually like. That. I like that, man. Um, let's jump into the let's jump into the Grammys discussion. Let's man. do it. Let's Next do it. Let's do it. topic. I know you got the Grammy the Grammy nominations readily available, but the Grammys their annual nominations have come out. Um, and as usual, people are always uh, upset about it and it's no different this year um i think there was a few albums that i thought they got right but for the most part there was a few albums that i thought did not belong on there when it came to the hip-hop um album of the year nominations so um of course we don't think the grammys got it right but how wrong did they get it uh what do you what do you think uche that that's how wrong did they get it this year that's a good question but (laughs) You know, it's funny, man. I uh, 
Yo, doesn't the Grammys feel like Kanye to a degree? Like, it's like every time. I mean, let me explain. See, I'm going to provide context. I'm going to provide context. Thank you. Know, like, you know, like every time Kanye says something, mm-hmm. you know, we love Kanye. You know, it's like he makes it hard to defend himself or to, to defend him. And you're just like, dog, again. God, okay. it's exhausting, right? Yeah. You, you, you're you watching somebody who's so brilliant, but like he just gets it wrong a lot. It's hard to defend him. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about the Grammys. Like, it's a dope institution. I think the idea of the Grammys is great. Like, okay, you're celebrating or you're awarding people who were excellent throughout the year. Like, that's, I think we all need a metric system to allow us to know where we stand in society, right? Like we all have it in every facet, but to me, they get it wrong every year. And it's like, at what point are we going to just start accepting the fact that bro, like they have Kanye West at the board. Like I think Kanye is running the damn Grammys. I I really believe that. No, I'm kidding. But no. Uh, Yeah. So I just feel like they get it wrong every time. And it's hard to defend them. It's very hard. Mm -hmm. And it makes you question like, who's, Who's making the decisions? Like, who? I've I've asked this question for years. Don't I would, listen to the genres, bro. I would I would love more transparency in the process. I would like people to be identified. Like, let's see the names of the people who are voting. Mm-hmm. Like, they do it in the NBA. Like, I mean, in the NBA, it. when you voting for when they voting for the M- uh, MVP, yeah. we know who the voters are. It's like a list. Mm-hmm. But they, they do got it out there. I mean, I I believe. All right, make it public. Make it yeah, very. I public. think it is public. You just don't care. Like you're gonna see a name like, oh, uh, Michael Gordon is one of the people. Okay, who's that? <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were Michael. You're Gordon. gonna look at the. I list. thought you were Michael Gordon. <laughs> Damn right. Th- is that one of your aliases? <laughs> like but the, no, uh, the Roe the Roe v Wade like jury of the, the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, people who don't yeah. know what the fuck they're talking about, don't know what the fuck they're doing. And don't mm-hmm. have any knowledge of what they're 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 judging or grading or nominating. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say your your Kanye comparison was horrible. Um, <laughs> it actually wasn't that bad. But I don't think it was that bad. But I was. I know where you were going with it. <laughs> I was like, okay. When I provided more context, did it make a little bit more sense? I was no? like, so the Grammys lost <laughs> Kim K. What? what? <laughs> but um, all right, man. I think the better comparison, not to trash on you, but I think the better comparison is the Grammys are like U.S. politicians Mm -hmm. where, you know, they get it wrong a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you said, Roe versus Wade. Um, They get it wrong a lot. Mm -hmm. And then also, I, I think one thing that I really hate about politics right now is everybody's old. Like Joe Biden is, I, he's seventy three years old, making ancient, decisions dog. for you know us thirties, forties, twenties. Like the supposedly, America is gonna go as far as the millennials take it, or the generation before that, the generation before that. So why do we have so many older people at the top? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and this is not a knock on Joe Biden. I mean, I I, I like Joe Biden. No, nah, you can knock him. You know, it's, I mean, I okay like to, him, but okay he's, he's, him. Like, at the end of the day, we have too many, I mean, look, look we got, look at all them people. Pelosi, she just, she just, she's gone now. Like, she's going to leave. She's going to step down from her position or yeah. she got, she got knocked off. Mm-hmm. Um, knocked off. Pelosi's like 70 something. Donald Trump's running again. He's 70 something. So the Grammys, I think are similar. Where you probably got older people 
who cannot judge the younger music effectively or as effectively as somebody who's actually young and understanding more willing to understand where these younger artists are coming from well you say that again without well you say that i don't know who's on the list maybe there's some older people maybe Mm -hmm. the vast majority are maybe Mm -hmm. they're not Mm -hmm. maybe they're Mm -hmm. people our age i don't know Mm -hmm. but the point is oh they're old yeah, they probably are. They probably are old. <laughs> Yo, let me get into some of these nominations just so you guys are, yeah. are clear, right? So best rap album, right? And we, we're we not going to cover all of the categories just because mm-hmm. it would be too exhausting. Plus, I don't really care about the other, these other ones. Like, yeah, don't, don't yeah. I just me, don't. Don't give me contemporary hip hop. I don't even know. Yo, yo when they started breaking down like best rap performance, best uh best melodic performance. Yeah, that's a little best crazy. Best ad lib throughout the year. No, they didn't. They should have one of those though. What best ad lib? Best ad lib? Come on, Migos would sweep that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, best rap album. Uh, we got DJ Khaled, right? God did. We got God did. God did. We got Future. I never liked you. We got okay. your boy Jack Harlow. Come home, the kids miss you. We got Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, and then we got your boy Pusha T rounding out the five with "It's Almost Dry." So that's my pick. That's my pick. <laughs> so the Grammys that was easy. The Grammys, the funny thing about them is they always have particular reasons why they pick somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So like Jack Harlow was the the, the white people, the, the older white guy or older white people being like, yo, man, we know hip hop. We know <laughs> Jack Harlow's real cool. Man, I saw Jack Harlow on a Taco Bell commercial. He gotta be nominated. <laughs> like that's that's that, there's that there's always that. There's always that one. <laughs> there's the one where they're like, yo, we want to prove we know hip hop, hip hop. That's Pusha T. Mm. Then you got the one where, uh, you know, DJ Khaled is just an honorary, like, he, he just seems like nah, he's a bro. somebody. He's a social media you know, guy. He's like the he's viral a media dude. Guy. He's cool. Yo, like, Khaled, he's the biggest, one of the biggest names that drop. We're going to put him on there. Khaled, is, Khaled has to be in cahoots with these guys, man. And then Eminem's always in it. If Eminem is. It has an album dro- out. He dropped an he's album. He's gonna have a Grammy nominee. Yep. He's just he has an honorary yeah. Grammy nominee. He took up Jack Harlow's spot. If Eminem dropped the album this year, yeah, he would have yeah. took Jack Harlow's spot. And then there's always the one, the one white that guy was there. Is always a white guy there. Yeah. And then there's the one where it's like, oh, this goes in the club. That's the future. Mm. Like we got the club album. So it's actually not that bad. They they covered their bases for each. Look, look. I'll say this. To be to be fair, I think they got. It mostly right for Whoa. the nomination. Most for album of the year. Yes. I, I'll say that because I do believe Future's album for trap music, which I've said this to you, trap is the most popular form of hip hop at this, like subgenre of hip hop at this point. Future dropped the biggest in the I, I think the best trap album that did commercially best. And the music on it was great. It had a lot of hits on it. I think it deserves it to be mentioned in this regard, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I, I'm okay with that one. Okay. Uh, I Kendrick. Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I think you have to just put Kendrick in there. Like, what really? He's another this year, honorary. He's he gets the honorary nod. Every and the time album he drops, wasn't you gotta, bad. You got to you got to put him. You got to throw him in there. I think respectfully, right? And it wasn't awful. Yeah. So you throw him in there. I think it's appropriate. You got Pusha T. That's a great album. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more to say that. about It's Almost Dry. No. That arguably is the best rap album this year. So even if it doesn't win, it deserves a nomination. Okay. 
when they start throwing in Jack Harlow, and DJ Khaled, that's Jesus. Like to me, I, I, dude, Jack Harlow's album was not good. It was trash. It was not a good album. It was trash. His first album where he had the black girl's leg on him and the yeah. album cover that everybody yeah. was mad at him. Like, yeah. Yo, why does he have a black woman's? <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I remember that. Wait, there was outlaw, uh, backlash for that? Yes. Yeah, there was Are black... you kidding me? God. I, mean, I don't follow Yo, Jack Harlow like that. I heard one song off the new album, Do a Leave It, which I fuck with. Other than that, every other song of that, yeah. I don't fuck with it. But I didn't know so that he, he had so he backlash sit- for that shit. Oh, he fuck. was sitting in the back of a, a car and he had some black woman's leg on him and he had black kids. Little black kids standing outside of the car, yeah. like basically, like, oh my God, it's Jack Harlow, right? So that was the album cover. And everybody for a while, or at least a couple of weeks leading up to the album, when he dropped the cover, was like, yo, this is, why Why is he, this is racism or whatever they were yeah, calling it. Was like, it was just God, weird. Like, it was just awesome. really strange. Hey, so black, black people, black people complain too much. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I told you. That. <laughs> yeah. You got to knock it off. We, 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 you got to knock know. it off. Something to complain about. Yo, don't. Hey, don't. <laughs> this is going to go off rails, but you're right. You're right to a degree. But to, um, to a certain extent. What about some of the albums that were missing? You, you just can't say that publicly, bro. <laughs> Holy you just shit. Can't. You're black. Uh, <laughs> you can't say that publicly. Uh, it's hey, it's constructive criticism. It's not. But uh, <laughs> imagine, imagine a There's white person there, dude. Yo, imagine a white person. You listen. You, they just like, white people complain too much. You'd be like, damn. Can I say that? Am I, am I, I, say that am I supposed to be hearing this? You you would be uncomfortable <laughs> watching this. Oh, yeah, can God. six say that? Can but, uh, six say that? Anyway, yeah. Can I say um, that? That's just crazy, dude. <laughs> I work at WGF Media Studios. I only work with black people. Can I say it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh You notice how he ain't answered the question, what? but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you notice that, right? Okay, I, I, I've been trying to change the You notice that, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to keep my black no, I would card, never. Bro. I would never. Yeah. But no, what were we talking about? I was gonna I was I was actually gonna ask. Oh, we were talking what? about the cover. The album cover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I would just simply say, oh, I, I ended it. Well, yeah, what I was just simply getting at was that I believed his first album was better than yeah. um, this new one. And so yeah. I just don't think that album's good, this new one. Yeah. And so I don't understand why it's, um, you know, nominated. You know what I'm saying? But hey, it's what it is. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Well, I, I, the thing is, you know, for, for all those nominations, I mean, I think there's somebody who didn't make it. So what, what I find interesting about that list, there's no women on that list. And I thought women ran hip-hop like we're not let me not say ran, ran it but like women are a huge part of what's happening in hip-hop right now mm. so like i think you could have thrown in a woman like if, if we're giving dj Khaled, like you know or all these people why don't you just throw a woman in there? who would you put in who would i put in i don't question? think i don't think i would a woman on the list i would put, to be on that list you know you you could have threw in um the girl from Griselda, she dropped an album. I'm, I'm sure it was Come decent. On, you could have thrown in, I thought, what's her name? Um, from Chicago. Which means you didn't hear it because you said, I'm sure. <laughs> you didn't hear it. Chicago. He but didn't hear it. I, she dropped a good, Dreezy. I thought Dreezy dropped it with Hit Boy. I thought that was a good album. You could have threw that in there. You could have threw in. It wasn't relevant somebody. enough. Somebody. What do we mean? I'm dead. Okay. Uh, Speaking of relevancy earlier. It wasn't that relevant. <laughs> Push it Let's every time. Real. Push it he drops. It wasn't he's relevant. Super, okay. Yeah, he's, uh, he's one could, of those like Nas type people, right? He, he, he yeah, yeah, yeah he's he like, cuts through. Nas type like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I love it, but I mean, let's say um, you could have thrown Megan Thee Stallion. She dropped an album or EP or whatever you want to call it. You, there's there's plenty of people you could have thrown. Lotto. So, but hmm. 
I think you could have did that. Denzel Curry had to be on this list. Denzel Curry's last album had to be on this list. Not because I love it, but I think it was one of the better hip-hop listens of the year. I think it had to be on this list. Okay. Um, I'm throwing Gunna in there. I think Gunna's DS Forever. DS Forever. I just think, I mean, if they're going to add Pushing P as a, which I didn't read that, the best mm-hmm. rap song list, which we'll get to, but mm-hmm. yeah, to me, DS Forever was a, a really good album. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know they're going through legal stuff, so I'm sure, I would think that that has to do with. No way. It would I have to. Not. I hope not. It, it, like, why would you nominate somebody who is um, like? I just think as we talked about, like the fact that th- this thing is real political. Mm-hmm. Like, I would assume that there's politics behind the scenes where the fact that they're going through what they're going through it would possibly impact. Oh, 100 percent. That a nomination. That would be like, terrible, what are we talking about? Uh, press for that for the for the Grammys if they did that. Exactly. Like, it just, I don't. <laughs> as I think about it, <laughs> you know how they like accept Grammys on behalf of somebody. Uh. <laughs> Who are they gonna call? Gunna. available, bro. DS4 won Grammy of the Year, uh, album of the year. Uh, Gunna cannot accept the award. He's in jail, so <laughs> we're accepting it on his behalf. Like, <laughs> yo, they took everybody from YSL. Like, damn, that's crazy. You say his seventh cousin removed. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Man. Oh, but yeah, I mean, that's really the only thing. When you put something like God did, you're you're removing the chance of an album that was deserving mm. getting on there. Like, I mean, I know it sounds like not a big deal, but some of these people, they only drop in four or five albums of their career. So like Denzel Curry, this was one of his best shots of getting a Grammy nomination. He may not ever get one again. Mm. He'll get it now. He's young. You know what I mean? He, he'll get it now. I, I hope so. But like, think, so. think about these people that drop good, good albums that were relevant right now that did not get a chance to get a Grammy. You know? Like, I know they're kicking their, kicking themselves in the whatever, um, knowing that they didn't give Kendrick Lamar's first album a Grammy. They gave Macklemore. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, like... That was that you moment. You can't make these mistakes if you're the Grammys. You know what I mean? That was the moment that the Grammys or well, people, mm-hmm. I think, really, really was like, okay, who is making these decisions? <laughs> like, legit. Yeah. I think you know what I'm saying? Of, like, I think a lot of the, these uh, decisions and winners come from a what's going to be a good press release for the Grammy? What's going to make us mm, seem like we're, you know, with the times, we're progressing forward? Because I don't, I, at this mm. point, bro, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't think it's about the. The, the category. I don't think it's about the art. I don't think it's about the music. I think it's about Agreed. what the politics, like behind the scenes, are all doing. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. the look. It's the look. Yeah. Like mm. to me, I think that on this list, and I forget who won last year. Who won the best rap album last year? Do you remember? Eminem. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Uh, let me see. I, I, I yeah, I'm, but I'm thinking like I'll, okay, I'll to, to me, if we're thinking through that lens, right? If we're just looking at it from a real political Tyler the Creator. Oh, call, yes. call me, which was they got that. That deserved it. That deserved it. That, that absolutely way. deserved album of the year for every reason. For from music, the music on it, from the the fact that you know Tyler is a very well, he's always been a uh, sort of an outcast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, hip hop. But then he's managed to come into the good graces, and I think it's a good look for the Grammys to be like, look, guys, look, see, we we know what's we know yeah. what's hip, we know what's good. Yeah. Uh, so I think this year, to me, this year they're they're gonna give it to Kendrick. For all those same reasons, like mm. here's a guy who took five years off. Uh, now he came back with a mental health 
driven project. They're trying. They're gonna get behind the whole wave. Look, guys, see, we care about black mm-hmm. mental health. Trust me, I guarantee yeah. you. They're not gonna tell you this, but he's gonna win it. But can I? And that's the reason why you put money on can that. I, Ooh. for sure. I think he's gonna win it too. Absolutely. You don't think, you don't think they're just gonna give it to Jack Harlow for being like the young guy? <laughs> I don't. I don't believe it. I will sue them. <laughs> He'll sue. Hey, let's do a. We'll, we'll file a class action I will lawsuit. File How about a that? class action lawsuit. But I, I, I will want to say, I guess to kind of just, I don't know, go to the next topic after mm-hmm. this. But they've gotten it right. I think the last couple of years. I'm looking at the list right now. So okay. in 2022, J Cole, the off season, Drake, Certified Lover Boy, which was withdrawn, King's Disease, and Donda. I think that was right. I think they got that spot on. Right. Um, the year okay. before that. Which ironically, Mr. Irrelevant Boy Nas, um, <laughs> King's Disease won <laughs> album of the year in 2021. And that's why I said. Right? Um, but but they, he's so irrelevant. He's so he's so not relevant, you know. But you know, but, I think they hey. got it right again. King's Disease, uh, Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo, yes, uh, Royce the Five Nine, the Allegory, uh, J Electronica, Written Testimony, D Smoke, okay. Black Habits. So I, I'm I'm fine with that. I don't know, about, with the, I don't know about the D Smoke. I don't know about D Smoke. But I mean, in 2019 is the last one. I was well, D Smoke was like the, the new guy at the time, right? Because of the he was the new guy, the, yeah. the show, right? So that's why yeah. they had to put him in there for relevance, like they the, the topic, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of what mm-hmm. you were saying, I, like we're, we're hip with the mm-hmm. the culture, and I'm okay <laughs> with that, you know? Yeah, I mean, and in 2019 sure. they got it. Well, um, Cardi B won 2019 Invasion of Privacy, okay. which I think that was a good album. Um, Mac Miller Swimming, Nipsey Hustle, Victory Lap. Pusha T, Daytona, Travis Scott, Astro World. Yeah, but even Daytona so, was like, crazy. Daytona, Daytona was, was amazing. Unreal. But I would have gave it to Astro World on that one. But yeah. I don't think Cardi B was a bad decision, though. Yeah, I'm not mad. Again, um, there's your woman getting the nomination and the win. She might be the last female she that has was nominated. The last female that was nominated for a Grammy. Well, I well, hip hop or rap related. Yeah, rap related. Yeah. yeah. Uh can I cut you off for know, one man. second? Can I cut you off for one Go second? For Bro, you're, there's the sun's all blown out your face through the through the blinds. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, for him? Oh, shoot. All right. Keep talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird, man, because, um, you know, I've, I've had this combo, I guess, offline with, with Q a few times where I've said, man, I, I don't know, man. I just feel like the women are, when it comes to rap, their albums are not made a priority. Yeah, like when it comes to women, like they focus way more on the singles mm. than actually putting together an actual album. Like that's mm. what I've noticed. Yeah. You know, and that and that's the reason why I think, you know, women are not talked about when it comes to like top five lists. Like, there's not a priority give like even among women that yeah. say, "Yo, look, our album, our, we over here putting great albums." They don't have that combo, so I think that that's why like it's just not part of the conversation. I think right now what it is with women though, and I'm not I don't I'm not trying to be like sexist when I say this, but for women, I think they're they're looked at more as like marketing uh, tools as opposed to artists. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the mm. most sexual we can make them? How can we market these women? Which is why the sing their singles pop, right? Like. No one's listening to yep. a Cardi album sitting there like, oh, these are, you know, it's got bars, it's got beats, all this and this and this. They listen to Cardi to go out there and half naked shaking her ass talking about what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what people are paying to see Cardi for. He's right. They're not paying for her yeah. albums. Yeah, he's right. I think so. He's right. What was the uh, song nominations? Oh, yeah, let's get into that. I um, actually didn't look at that list. 
Oh, you didn't? Okay. So, mm-hmm. song nominations, we got uh, Churchill Downs, right? Jack Harlow and Drake. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. We got God Did by DJ Khaled. I'm okay with that. We only know it's because of Jay-Z's verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay <laughs> Get with that. that. Yeah. Uh, we got... You, know you didn't think it was because of Friday? <laughs> that was a great performance, but it damn sure wasn't. It was because of Jay-Z. We get it. The hook uh, was hard, though. The Kendrick hook was Lamar. hard. Not gonna lie. The hook was the hook very was hard. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5. We got Gunna. The Heart Part 5. Yeah. We got Gunna. Remember the video? Remember, remember oh, the video that had him changing yeah, faces? Yeah, remember that? Yeah, Kobe, yeah, Nipsey, a bunch yeah, of... That was a moment. Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith, exactly. Uh, we got Gunna pushing P. And we got Future Wait For You, which... They I, got that right. I, I Yeah. I, those are all great. Right. Those are all great selections. I'm not going to lie. That. But the only thing that I will say, though, is that, you know, this brings up the convo that I think Nicki Minaj has kind of been floating around, which is like, you know how they mislabel and miscategorize songs, you know, for whatever reason, right? I think uh, her and uh, Lotto were going back and forth for whatever reason. It was because of that. I forget the song that was in question. Um, you remember? It was, you mean Lotto's song or Nicki's song? It was Nicki's song that they had um, moved the out freak, of Super Freak. pop Super lane. Freak. Okay. Super or whatever freak. it is. Freak, whatever freak. That one. Like Super Freaky Girl, whatever mm-hmm. the shit's called, yeah, right? Yeah. But the point is like, somehow like the Grammys tries to I guess play songs the way that they do, but some of these songs, like for example, that "Way for You" Future, that's not a rap song. Mm. There's nothing about that song that's rap. Yes, Future and Drake are rapping to some degree on their songs, but it's more melodic. Maybe they just go by the artist. Like, bingo. Mm-hmm. And so, if that's the case, and that's really what they did for, by the way, the Tyler the Creator. Remember when Tyler the Creator won um, rap album of the year for? Uh, well, he didn't. So he got nominated. Igor. Igor. Yeah. He won it. He won, but that's not a rap album. And he said in his speech, when he when he accepted the speech, he was like, yo, like, this is not a rap album. It like, really I specifically I love that. only rapped for like 20% of this album, but yet the Grammys still, they only acknowledge this as a rap album. And that kind of points to like the fact that they pigeonhole, in my opinion, black rappers. I was going to say that. And that's what they do. They just say, oh, here's a black guy who raps. Oh, he must, let's just throw him in that category. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you do musically. And I think that fucks up like the way we all view music when you got institutions like the Grammys doing that. I think a part of that is also like like, it just proves to the world they're not listening to these songs, they're not listening to these albums. They're just saying, mm -hmm. "Oh, Future Drake must be rap," Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. uh, Tyler Creator must be rap. Like they're not listening to them Mm -hmm. thoroughly enough to be like, "Oh yeah, you know, let me differentiate." But then to counter that a little bit, Beyonce's album is Mm -hmm. not nominated for R&B. It's nominated for like dance or electro, whatever it is for her last album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it wasn't. It was. Yeah, which I think is right. It's a dance yeah. album. Because, yeah, it, it's... I would not put it as R&B. So, I mean, they got it. I think they actually listen to Beyonce. Yeah. I, I think it's a it's a respect level. They respect Beyonce's art, artistry, but not future. I think they respect level. Beyonce's That's what it is, bro, to be completely honest with you. Because of... No, I'm curious. <laughs> like, the, the level yeah, of um, celebrity Beyonce is, is not it. the level of celebrity future is, or Drake is, or like uh, yeah. Tyler Creator is. You know what I'm saying? Like, Beyonce and Jay, like, obviously, the, who they are, like, I think they pull a lot of weight in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because it, it happens to white people, too. Yeah. It happens to white 100%. people. I mean, Justin Bieber... I thought what was the one that he dropped? Um uh uh was the R and B song. Um oh, you got that uh, yummy. Yeah, yummy. yummy. That's an yeah. R and B song mm. to me. Okay. But they probably labeled it as pop. Mm. It's, it's pop. It's, Justin, it's, it's, it's both. It's a it's a blend. It's Justin a blend. Bieber and Justin Timberlake 
straddle the line between R&B and pop where you can put them as either or. Yeah. But like they're always going to put them as pop artists. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So Cuz they're white. Cuz they're white. So I, I and both of them actually have a a, a connection to black people, mm-hmm. which I think helps the R&B side of things cuz mm-hmm. what name another white male R&B act that so, is actually out here making noise. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just I'm just saying like white male R&B. A white male R&B like that they legit classify as R&B music. Bareface. <laughs> bareface from Brock Hampton. Uh, is he white? Is he is Bareface white? He's Actually, white. there's like two or three white people on there. Yeah, He's white, right? Joba, Matt Champion, and Bareface are white. Okay. Okay, that's what I thought. Well, bareface, I thought Bareface up, but they're, white. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not. But they're not solo acts. So we. I mean, but I'm just joking. Yeah. But you, what, what's his I mean, name? That's a fact. About to be his. That's a fact. Uh, what's his name too? The dude that's on TDE. He kind of an R&B artist. I don't. I don't he's think he's on, white um, though. Um, yeah, I know he's you know what I'm talking about, right? He, but yeah. let me ask you this then. He's not white. I'm going to play devil. He's like Spanish or something, right? Yeah, he's not <laughs> but, white. Uh, let, me, let me play devil's advocate. Can I play devil's advocate? Just because it's fun. It's fun. You um, like being a devil? Uh, no, the devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> so you just like being on the devil's squad. Uh, just like being on, he his, likes being on the devil's on his squad. Legal team. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. I just like being on his legal team. Let me play real quick, team. bro. I'm not playing <laughs> this shit no more. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. Technically, technically, with kids making R&B music, right? Or technically, Bad Bunny is making rap music, <laughs> right? Because yes. he, he actually Correct. rocks with trap. Bad Bunny, a lot of Bad Bunny's music is like trap elements. Well, right? his earlier stuff. Especially his earlier his stuff. His earlier stuff right? was a lot more trap. Yeah. So, like, really? they're just going to label it in reggaeton, right? But, like. At a certain point, like, can't Bad Bunny be labeled as pop or correct rap? But you know what? But you know what they? You know why they won't do that? Because the minute you start putting Bad Bunny in the pop category, he will win every year. Mm. Bad Bunny mm. right now is the biggest artist in Bad the Bunny world. Bunny is the best artist in the world right now. I ain't even getting in into opinion. best. I'm talking. About he's the oh, biggest. Okay. I think he's the best. Like. He's the biggest artist. I think he's the best artist in the world. That's your opinion. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying I'm not even getting into that. Like, it's not about how good. I'm just saying that to me is what pop is. Pop, it's not even about talent. It's about, like, how big the people are. Like, when you transcend hip-hop like Drake did initially, Mm -hmm. you become a pop act. You start making shit that's just placed everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, to me, you start throwing Bad Bunny into the pop conversation, bro, he's winning every year. Mm-mm. He's winning every year. Taylor Swift is winning every year. Then Bad Bunny. Well, it'll be a, it'll be a real it'll be a real fight. Mm-hmm. That's it'll a be Taylor real fight. Swift, Adele, or Bad Bunny. Mm. But I get what you're trying to say. You see what I'm saying? So like, I just think they they place people strategically so that other people can live. Like yeah. you start you start you start really placing people appropriately by their standards and not having these like loopholes and things yeah. that just don't add up. You know, yeah. it's like we're gonna be having a different discussion. Yeah. About these people who are winning, but hey, yeah, it is what it is, man. Let's move on, though, man. Speaking of Drake, you, 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 we brought up Drake earlier, yeah, and um, you know, well, what, what did you? How did you want to tackle this Drake combo? Now, I, I'll, I'll leave this up <laughs> so, to you, man. This, I, I, I'll, I'll leave called, this to you. Show's called Ill-Advised Wise Guys, right? Yes, that's what it's called, right? I thought Drake was very ill-advised in um. Her loss with 21 Savage. I liked it, though. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I liked it. Drake 
in the album, as you guys remember, took shots at Megan Thee Stallion out of nowhere. Like, what? What was why? Um, he said, "No, Lil, listen, Lil Yachty said it why? wasn't about her." It come on. That's what Lil Yachty <laughs> said. Lil Drake, Drake spokesperson. Drake spokesperson. No. He might as well have been part of his legal team. Like the way he put up a defense. Did. did you see that? I saw that. I saw that. I thought they were in court or something. Like, why did he do all that? He said that. Yeah, that was, just that a lot. I liked it though. Just a lot. I actually funny, liked that bro. too. I love Yachty, <laughs> man. But he, you know, Drake took shots at Megan The Stallion. Took shots at Adidas. Mm-hmm. Took shots at um, Serena's Kanye, husband. Kanye. Serena's husband. That was who, who's, who's that Ice broccoli Spice. singer? A drum, I think. Apparently, he took a shot at drum. Drum, 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 exactly. drum. That was like twenty, what, ten or some shit? Exactly. <laughs> fuck yeah. And 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 no, he. So so their beef stems from. <laughs> if you guys remember, their beef stems hey, from. Hey, that's very disrespectful. To, Cha Cha. I hate that song. Though. All due respect. <laughs> broccoli. Yeah, I fucking hate that song. I love that. Was a great speaking of low yachty. Yachty, I know, but that I felt was like I was watching song. a children's TV show, bro. Like the beat was so <laughs> they played on one of them fucking Fisher Price xylophones, bro. <laughs> it was so bad. Fisher Price xylophone. Yo, those were yeah, the those shit. Those were pretty fire. Oh, I, I used to love that shit. <laughs> right? Uh, that's too funny. Um, but their beef stemmed from. Remember, he had that. Yeah, like the cha cha, and Drake took Hotline uh, Bling. Hotline Bling, kind of similar beats, and I, apparently they met up one day, and Drake and his crew beat him down. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, he took shots at Drum. And he took shots at Ice Spice. So I didn't understand the Ice Spice. Drake one. Sorry, is, real quick. I didn't understand the Ice Spice one. That's the one he said something about the ten. You're ten, or you can still rap or something. You're ten, but you you you, you can't, can't rap, rap or something. Like yo, that. People, was that towards Ice Spice? I, yo, that I, was, apparently that was towards yo, Ice Spice. I don't, I, you know, I don't understand people, man. I'm not gonna lie. People people confuse me, man. Because <laughs> this same thing happened with the, with the Sweetie. Mm-hmm. It's like people just be just making yeah, shit up. I'm 100%. not gonna lie. Like what? He didn't say her name. He, I didn't. Get Drake that did not either. say not her name. I didn't, Why I didn't are we assuming that this is the same thing with? I didn't. I didn't get to it play either. devil's advocate. Yeah. Why are we assuming that Drake was talking about Megan Thee Stallion? Come on, he, that, that, that was clear, bro. He, that was odd. I'm just saying he didn't say her name. And Come on, he said could, Stallion, and then he said lying about getting shot. Come on. Shots. He said shots. Okay, he put a double entendre in there, but it's still, come on. It's pretty obvious. It was a tri- it was a double and a triple, potentially. But the point is, you can make an argument come on, that it's not about you it. You can argue the Ice Spice too close. one. You know how many tens No, are, you can't even argue that, that it's rap. for Ice Spice. You can't argue She's Ice Spice. a 10 no. that can't like, rap. That's people putting that line on Ice Spice. That doesn't mean that Drake... But that's what I'm saying. No, that's that's that. exactly what I'm saying. It's like that one right there can be argued if it's even about her. You can argue about the, it. Was the Megan Thee Stallion one. You can't. You can't. You it's can't. more clear. It's more clear. And then, and then clear. he followed up. See, nobody talks about this part. He followed up that line by saying, um, "I listened to the intro. Nope, I don't want to listen to it no more." <laughs> so, <laughs> which is Drake is a hilarious. Hey, I'm dude, not gonna lie, bro. Way. That's a hilarious. Yo, that dude. that that she but, a team, but it's good on mute. It's hilarious, bro. Dude. I've been seeing that. <laughs> On Twitter, is hilarious. All fucking Ice week Spice it, actually, for the last couple of weeks. That shit is hilarious. Ice Spice actually responded. She said, "At least I'm a ten because she, she wants clout." Yeah, yeah. Ice Spice is chasing. Ice Spice is chasing. She wants clout. That's all that is. All right. Yeah. But so my and maybe she's the one who started that. That was about mm. her. Maybe she's the one who jumped out the window. Nah, she didn't do that. That's a good point. Okay. But, yeah, 
He, you never know. Yeah. She, 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 she can perform Munch as many times as she wants. She doesn't need that type of. Clout. I'm so over that song too, bro. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm so over it. I've seen her perform it everywhere. But anyway, um, so my thing is, was Drake out of bounds? Like, was nah, he's having fun, bro? Was was Drake having like what? What is that line between being out of bounds and having fun? You know, oh, it's Justin Jess. He's getting super personal with it. He's not, he didn't say anything super personal. He didn't mention anything that was out of like the that was not in the public eye. He kind of said stuff that everyone already knew about. You know what I'm saying? He's just tackling pop culture. He's not saying anything that's like super hidden personal shit. Like like when Push revealed the child. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's none of that shit. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But well, it's still well, shots. Well, I'll be honest though. I'll be honest. Like. So my initial reaction to that album and what and all the stuff he was saying was, yo, Drake talking that shit. But I also was like, yo, but why is he going this far to say half the shit? And maybe he's, again, maybe he's just ascended to that God tier mm. where you can just really talk your shit. Like, nobody cares when Jay-Z, Jay-Z says whatever the fuck he wants to say on a song. And everyone's just like, yo, that's Jay-Z, <laughs> right? So maybe it's just the point where Drake has now gotten to the point where it's just Drake. He can just say whatever he wants. I personally didn't have a problem with anything he said except for the Serena bar. Like, the that Serena, was uncalled. It's like, that was what he said about Serena. That was uncalled for. He's, he called her, he called her, he called her, uh, her husband a, a, a hater or a groupie. A groupie. That's what crazy. He's like, yo, your husband's a groupie, yo. He claimed he ain't got a problem, but no boo. Pop, it was some dope bars in there, like mm-hmm. pop up on you sushi and all this other shit. But he pretty much said, like, yo, your husband's a groupie. Ooh, I say, uh, that, that's personal. It's like, it's like, why, why? I see, see. So we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't. And I think Drake is one of the best artists at kind of giving you a peek of what's going on behind the scenes. And perhaps him and Serena's husband, like maybe they had an encounter in Wimbledon or something, and like <laughs> you know, maybe Drake was in line trying to get some hot dogs or something. And he was like, "Yo, hey man, back up! You're not wearing your mask or something. Who knows?" But something could have happened. But you see how you cop please for Drake? I do cop please. For you Drake. see how you see Drake how you is just the immediately person that should just be. Gave him the benefit of the doubt. If if there's somebody that deserves the benefit of the doubt is Drake. You know why? He's Canadian. Like mm. Canadian people are the nicest people in the world. So like you Rex. know that it's not personal. But I'm not gonna lie though. See, I got a yo. But you guys be eating that poutine shit, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, <laughs> now we're getting personal. Now we're getting. See, triggered him. See, I triggered him. I see. Wait, wait. Here I thought we, we were talking. I thought. Wait, wait. So Drake get a pass, and I can't. I. Like Drake can say whatever he wants, but Drake I can't just say poutine no? or whatever y'all eat in America, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking supersized French Yo, fries and shit. Is, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, poutine is a bit ass, but this is Where, just my country opinion. Where did you get it from? Okay. Where have you had it? Where I was in Toronto. It? I don't know exactly where. Like, no, sorry, I was in Toronto and Montreal, but I don't know the exact okay. spot. If you've had it in Montreal, yeah. it's very like selective because there's like poutine spots on every corner. It's like the Dunkin' Donuts type shit. It's like there's poutine spots everywhere mm. in Montreal, right? Toronto, not really the greatest spot. Windsor, where I'm from, not really the greatest spot. There's certain cities where you just don't go because they don't know how to do it, right? It's like having Mexican food yeah. in, like, I don't know, Connecticut. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Vermont or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. So you that have to go sense. to the, the authentic you. spot. Like, Montreal, bro, some of the best poutines I've ever had. But how could you make it any better? Like, what is it? It's fries, it's fries cheese curds, and gravy. The gravy and the cheese really make it. 
Yeah, I was gonna say like, it, and to me, the, I guess the ones I've had, and we're on a deep dive. I'm sorry I triggered you, man. I no, I'm, I'm fucking with but you, not really. but now I know how to get good poutine. <laughs> the gravy I had was really bad. Hey, man, watch, That's what watch really watch fucked you say it up. Poutine, man, like it sounds weird. That's the name of it. <laughs> I know what it's called, but it sounds. You don't weird. want me to say? See, you see what I'm saying? Now he's no, trying to I'm, silence poutine. Yo, no, you're too close. Remember that thing you say? It's too close to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had great poutine. It just sounds way too close to punani. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, come on, man. Nah, you gotta be like cheesy gravy for nah, bro. That's relax. not it. <laughs> that's, yeah, nah. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about Drake. Yeah. Oh, there uh, we go. Talking about him being Canadian. This is a pretty ill-advised day for, for me. sure. Um, but yeah, I, I I give him a pass. In all seriousness, I give him a pass because I know, you know, Drake. Drake Drake has always been able to give you his. You know, personal life. Drake Drake squashes beef faster than anybody I know. Like Drake has squashed beef with Kanye like five times. Mm. Like Drake has squashed. I thought him and Meek Mill would never squash their beef. He squashed that beef. And came back with a banger. I think. And then oh, came back man. with a banger. What was that shit called? Down bad or so, uh, going bad or some shit like that? Yeah. Going, going bad. Going oh bad. my god! And so, like, I think, I think. I like I like an artist just being mm-hmm. honest, and I think he was being honest on there. I just found it interesting. He was honest on the album with Twenty One Savage. It's like Twenty One Savage brought it out of him. He he, he almost Twenty One Savage wasn't even that. Did you savage say Twenty One Savage album. did something for him? I think so. Well, the demon. The well, demon out of well, him. actually, like I heard an interview. There was an interview uh, Twenty One did um, recently. I think it was on um, Academics podcast, mm-hmm. and he specifically said he was like, "Yo, he heard Drake rapping and." Um, he heard these bars and he heard them taking shots and he's like, yo, yo, you got to keep doing that. Like, Oh really? So he essentially wow. encouraged, he was encouraging Drake to go savage mode mm. on this album. Right. So we got to think 21. Okay. That kind of reminds to, me to, of, to some degree. That kind of reminds me of uh, the song with 4-2 Doug and uh, Future. Oh man. He said, they asked him, he said, yo, when you heard Future say uh, the, the Steve Harvey line yeah. about Lori Harvey, like how how did you respond? He was like, "Dog, oh, that joint is tight." <laughs> like, that's one of the the the, the, the craziest lines. Tell Steve Harvey, Harvey I don't wanna. wanna. Yo, oh my god, that unbelievable! Future's the, Future's a legend for that but, alone. Um, he doesn't have to drop any more music, but um, that alone makes him a legend. I I think twenty one. It's funny because I think that's a Drake album featuring twenty one Savage. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely. But I do think he brought something out in him. And I think Drake, dude, dude, Drake has gotten to the point where he's already been dissed by, you know, people all left and right. Drake has already, he's he's pretty much seen it all at this point. And I think if there's one person that gets a pass to just be like, yo, I'm going to keep it honest. I'm going to keep it a buck. And there's nothing you can do about it. Mm. It's Drake. No, nah, I think literally I, I, there's nothing nah, you can do about it. I think Kendrick has a pass as well. Kendrick, Kendrick can say whatever he wants right now, and it's like, but I don't think Kendrick is like, out there taking shots like that. And I feel like if Kendrick does it, people look at it more like he's doing it in the nature of hip hop and the competitive spirit, and out there just taking shots at people. Exactly. Correct. And which exactly. remember he remember uh, the control mm-hmm. song a couple years ago. What well, actually a long time ago yeah. at this point he was taking shots at yeah, yeah but that's the thing. People, like i don't think he didn't name names verbatim but people felt some type but of that way was like people were like about saying that he's doing it out of the nature yeah. of hip-hop right he's doing it out of the competitive spirit of hip-hop no one looked at it like oh kendrick is out here dissing. you had the few select obviously that were like he's talking shit but of course not for the majority people weren't like he's out here dissing so 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 you know what i'm saying it was true, just like true. oh dude he's true. i mean he's rapping 
Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if Kendrick wanted to oh, go could. personal, I think people would be like, it's Kendrick. Oh, yeah. That, that's, I mean, that's essentially I, I what I'm getting at. You, you know? When you hear Kendrick... Even though that's not really his style. The funny thing about Kendrick is when you hear him... Because he does actually take shots at people. Let's not act like he... In his last album, he took shots at Kyrie. He took shots at... Um, There's a couple other people he took shots on the album um, at. But not not shots, shots, but, like, you, you're looking at it like, oh, there's a yeah. deeper meaning to this. You know, type shots that he was taking. Um, but Drake was just blunt with it. But mm-hmm. I just think Drake is in that perfect position to where you don't take him too seriously, but you take him seriously. He's popular, but he's still real. Like mm-hmm. he's in the perfect position you want to be as an artist. And I think he took advantage of it on this mm-hmm. album. So he went out of bounds, but I think he's probably the only one that can get away with it. Yeah, Drake, like, he like, like the, what he I said earlier, he's already established that God-tier level, I feel. So now he's at a point mm-hmm. where people know Drake for Drake, right? People know Kendrick for Kendrick. Like, I think Kendrick has this whole aura about him that he's, he's like the artsy guy. He's, you know, so everything, like you said, everything yep. he does has a deeper meaning, right? Like even the most surface mm-hmm. level shit, like he's got a deeper meaning to it. Yep. Drake has <laughs> exactly. kind of established himself as like that pop icon guy where it's like, he doesn't go too deep, but if he does, he can. But mainly, he's just kind of like you know, giving you what you want. He's giving you the quotables. He's giving you the bars. He's giving you like the yep. the clickbaity type shit, you know. So if he's out there like yep. doing that type of stuff for him, I think it works for him to be blunt, for him to say all that type of shit, you know. So I think I think yeah, Drake definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he did it on purpose to the point where he's like, I know if I say this, people are gonna talk about this. I think he has the whole game mm-hmm. like yeah. mastered in that in that regard. Facts. Yeah, he's he's playing chess, man. He's playing chess. He's like playing, this is this is. I don't think it's by coincidence. Chess. He's purposefully doing these things for his own reasons. We the the problem is people like that. You never really know their motive. And there's nothing. <laughs> you don't the thing, know their motive. That's the it's thing like we can't let go. Like there's nothing you can do. There's literally nothing Ice Spice can do about <laughs> it. Nothing. There's nothing Ice Spice can do. Like, seriously. Absolutely Ice, nothing. This record, you lost. <laughs> you, you don't say nothing, you lost. Yeah. You know? Like, there's literally nothing she can do. Bro. Like, she can say he's an asshole. It fits to his whole Bro. certified heartbreak, certified you know, yep. mentality. Like, Drake, I'm going to say this. This is the last thing I'm going to say. Okay. Drake is one of the smartest people in terms of hip-hop I've ever seen in terms of he... You know how on Eminem, Eminem did on um, Eight Mile, his last uh, mm-hmm. freestyle, he mm-hmm. was like, you know, I am white. I am a freaking bum. I do live in a trailer like my... Now, what can you say yeah. about me? Right? He did that on Eight Mile. Drake set that up. He's like, oh, I am corny. Oh, I am a heartbreak. He leans in, bro. Oh, he leads... So what can you say about you him? So like if you I can't. spice an ice spice scenario, like I said... Oh, Drake's an asshole for that. Well, that's what he was trying to tell you. I'm a certified lover boy, or I'm a her loss, you know. Oh, but he's such a sweetheart. I told you, I'm a sweetheart. I'm a certified lover boy. Yeah. Like, he literally sets himself I up agree. to where you cannot say or do anything against him. That, that to me, is a, that's a really good point. And actually, we, we celebrated, um, well, I should say the culture, if you will, celebrated, uh, I think, 11 years since Take Care dropped mm-hmm. this past week. And um, I just felt like Drake built exactly what you just said. He put the foundation of his entire persona on display mm-hmm. early in his career. Mm-hmm. 
whether it was the Take Care album, all of the ones even prior to that, he showed you who he was. And so you're, that's mm-hmm. a good point. I mean, so you can't do nothing. Yeah, I mean, Megan the Stallion can't do anything. What is Megan the Stallion gonna do? But look, I'll be honest though. As much as I say the only shot that he took that was personal was the one about Serena Williams' yeah. husband. Mm-hmm. Did you hear Serena Williams' husband's response? Oh yeah, it was the most lamest response yeah. I've said? heard in a while. See, he's somebody who shouldn't have said anything. Just don't <laughs> like why don't even address it. Yeah, he pretty much was like, oh, like. Loving I, my daughter. I'll, I'll be a. Oh, I'll be a. Uh, what, a did he, what did Drake call him? Drake groupie. called him um, groupie. a groupie. He's like, oh, he's like, I'll be a groupie for Serena, my wife, and oh, I'll be a groupie for our kids all day, every day. And this, it's like, that's what okay. <laughs> Don't. Why did you yeah. even say anything? Like, just, just leave it alone. He you know, puts you in position to where you just can't win. Even Adidas. Dude, that Adidas shit have you rolling. Was. <laughs> that was he said what he, say again? he got stripes like Adidas but F Adidas yeah. like, and, and it was an ad lib bro it wasn't even a bar he said it, it in an ad ad-lib. lib yeah I think actually I think 21, 21 said I got stripes said, in the game or something and then Drake ad lib yeah Fuck and Adidas. he said F Adidas yeah yeah like that shit was crazy bro. Adidas even Adidas can't do anything <laughs> Yo, did Adidas put out a press statement? <laughs> we could, we've always had a relationship with Drake. This came out of nowhere. We don't know why. We, we, we'll have a, we'll have a, a Man, conversation to uh, mend ties insane. soon. Nobody can do anything to Drake. Only yeah. Pusha T. I think Pusha T. Do you remember what? real quick when Eminem came with the kill shot? Everyone's like, oh, Eminem fell off, whatever, whatever. But then he came with kill shot and like made M, you know MGK switch mm-hmm. genres. So to me. Yeah, <laughs> to me, like if M was to actually go in his bag versus like a Drake, I I want to see that happen. I want to see like a Drake versus M. Oh yeah, yeah, Drake versus M. Because hey, that was a subtle shot. That, that was, was that true. Was, that was, that that was a good one. Drop rap music. You're though. right though. <laughs> but hey, but listen, I'll be honest though. As much as you're telling the truth. First and foremost, two things. Number one, MGK in emo is fucking phenomenal. Oh, that's yes, so, yes, so much more. Like, yeah. for sure. So that's number one. And number two, nobody ever wants to give MGK credit. He, I thought he he put up a great diss record towards Eminem. I thought it was actually really good. Bro, it, it, it wasn't great. I, I would, okay. I would, I, I, well, you're a, you're an M No, 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 no. I'm not going to give him credit. I'm more of a stand-up Brock Hampton than I am for Eminem. I'll tell you that much. Oh, okay. Wow. M is my guy, bro. M, like, 8 Mile is my favorite okay, movie. Okay, M is my guy, but... All right, Stan. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is, okay, Stan may be the wrong word. See, I'll provide more context. Thank you. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> my point is this, though. Like, I just felt like while most people are just going to defaultly say that Eminem bodied whoever he was dissing, I thought that MGK held his own in that response record. I'm telling you right he now. Did, he I did. know that sounds ridiculous no, to I, say. I, I will. If you I will. go I'm and listen. Around, but I do agree. I do agree. He did. Okay, cool. He, did. he held That's his all own. I need yeah. to hear. No, I'm, I'm just fucking around. But, but, but obviously, yeah. M went not what I expected. Off. M there you went. Go. I mean, but end of the day, M got M is validated. So like, he just dropped a disc record. That's the end of that person. Mm. But absolutely. But man, yo, we've. Uh, I think it's been a dope episode. Uh, I, I, I mean, yeah. we've covered a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like there was much more to say, especially on Drake. Maybe uh, maybe at a, on a later date, maybe we can have you back. Sick. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, yeah, we, we talk about. This is Drake and some of these other things a little bit more. Um, you know, where can the people check you out at? You know, um, to see what you got going yeah, on. Man. My main, my main thing Talk is my cool, Instagram. Man. So Six Salim S I K S A L E E M. I'm sure to be in the description. Um, that's my main thing. Follow me up uh, on that. Keep me up. Uh, keep you updated with that. Uh, also, WTF Media Studios, man. Obviously, you, you see the hoodie. That's family over there in New York and also in LA now. And if you're uh, a podcast or you want to start getting po- your podcast going. 
or if you have like other stuff, we started doing promo- uh, promotional reels. So if you have a business or anything you want to do for promotion wise, we you know hit us up. Uh, we're a whole studio as as well, so podcasting and other media studios as well. So uh, WTF Media Studios, hit us up, book in LA and New York, and um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it. Yes, sir. Dope. Thank you, gentlemen, Shout so much. Person that helped us at WTF Studio, man, I love that place. We definitely oh, gonna be back. Yeah, hell yeah! Shout out to Yomira. Yeah, Yomi. Yeah, shout out Yomi. The homie Yomi, Yomi is Yomi. dope. Yomi is dope. Oh, I was gonna. I was she meant to ask she, you guys. Real quick, our what did, what was your experience actually, like when you when you visited uh, the studio? Oh man, it's always tight. Phenomenal. It feels. It literally feels like home. Like, yeah, it's very cozy. You know, for sure. It just feels really comfortable. And and then you know, I love. I always say I love New York City, and so like where it is is like the heart of New York City mm. to me. So like you get that New York fast paced vibe. Yep. And just it's just a, it was a it's a dope experience. I mean I agree. Second time we went we were way more comfortable. Yeah. Oh you know? man. And it was it was just dope. Like, yeah, we it. we recorded in um the smaller room, I guess Studio I B. Yeah. Studio B the first time and then second time uh we tried to record in Studio B again, but uh it was booked up so we did Studio A mm-hmm. and it was great. Yeah, man. You know? The vibe is great. Uh, we're, there, we're, def- we're definitely gonna be back, man. We- you know we got to link with you in person, man. At some point, we've been trying. I've been trying to make this happen. I but, know, um, bro. It's, it's so hard to it cross happen. the border sometimes with the just this shit. You know what I mean? Like when they find out what I do, oh, it's, it's like it's such a fucking pain in the ass to cross the border, bro. But I'm gonna try to get out there. We'll try to link in New York or some shit. Yes, yeah, sir. for sure. Anytime, for sure. man. Just let yes, let, let, let us know when you're out there. Yeah. We'll we'll make it happen. Absolutely. Uh, we're probably gonna be out there again in the next couple in December. What weeks, maybe? Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking. Yeah. I might make a trip out there either February or March or something like that. But I, I know for the rest of this year, I'm not. I can't leave my house. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Oh, that's what are you crazy. on? What are you on? House arrest? No, no. <laughs> like Gucci? <laughs> nah, I haven't shown my ankle, like, bro. No, I got no. fucking. Nah, I, I have to edit a bunch of shit, so I can't leave. <laughs> nah, I get you. Bro. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of work to do. I got you, man. I got you. Well, this has been dope, man. You guys, if you've made it this far, man, listen. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on any platform you are consuming, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I don't really care, Deezer, all the other random ones that some people use. I, I don't know. Do you know? Same thing with Brockhampton. Like, I, you're the first person I've met in person, well, just talked to that mm-hmm. likes Brockhampton. I don't know anybody who uses the Deezer app. No, nah, I've never <laughs> even heard of Deezer app until. Okay, you, you I know, know Deezer. Deezer. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know anybody, anybody who uses Deezer, but if you're listening to us on Deezer, we're there. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. We're there. Deezer as well. is the Nas of podcasts. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yo, this has been this has been good, man. Yo, uh, as always, you know, if you're giving advice, just make sure it's ill. Yes, sir. Bow.